This is Parents' Rights Now. The answer is you. Train. Speak. Change. Parents and allies standing together. Millions of voices speaking as one. Stop messing with our kids. It ends here. Hey guys, welcome back. This is the week of June 12th. Okay, just a little bit less than a week ago, the Southern Poverty Law Center released the new additions to their hate map. 13 organizations and groups were listed from the parental rights camp. And the media selected parents' rights and education among the top three to feature in their reporting. What some would assume to be a negative, we decided... This is just what we needed to highlight the extreme views of the far-left organization taking aim at parents. And I was privileged to represent our many affiliates in more than 15 states who are fighting for parents' rights in their local schools. We consider the hate group designation to be a badge of courage. And I thank the far-left organization for bringing more attention to our advocacy for parents' rights in education. It means we are doing our job. And it also means that they are the ones who are pointing at us. You know, we really don't pay that much attention to them. The SPLC report states schools have been on the receiving end of ramped up and coordinated hard-right attacks. After being spurred by the right-wing backlash to COVID-19 public safety measures, parental rights groups appear to have, quote, grown into an anti-student inclusion movement that targets any inclusive curriculum that contains discussions of race, discrimination, and LGBTQ identities. Well, of course, I disagree with that analysis uh, because their claim of inclusion is absolutely bogus. And you guys know, and so do I, that children are being marginalized in the school system if they do not conform, accept, and celebrate the LGBTQ gender identities agenda. Not only are these students marginalized, they are discriminated against, and even disciplined if they look sideways at another student and call them queer, which is the title that they give to themselves. Literally, guys, I have reported on this previously, you know it, discipline within school systems is now slanted in favor of Anyone who identifies as gay, lesbian, and especially transgender. This is wrong, definitely not inclusive or safe for everyone, and it's got to be stopped. And I will continue to talk about it. But not only that, we have uh, sex clubs under the guise of Gender Sexuality Alliance Clubs in our schools. 
And without parental knowledge, students are joining them. They are being uh, told that they can change their sex, that they should, you know, explore alternative lifestyles. And the only way they'll know what their real gender is, is to experiment sexually beginning at a very young age, even in grade school. There are Gender Sexuality Alliance clubs now forming in K through five schools. Astonishing. And most people don't know about this. If they don't know about it, pass this podcast on. Refer my podcast, please, to people that you don't know. Post them on uh, social media, uh, share them by text. Get the word out. It is rampant. Parents' rights in education is an issue that crosses all political parties and groups, bringing them together. We have seen this again and again. As you know, we, we accept everyone who cares about this issue. We are not a political organization. We're not associated with any political party. And we're also not a religious organization. That doesn't mean that we don't accept people uh, who are religious. Of course we do from all walks of life. We must come together, guys, and protect our children. And it's happening. We've seen it. I talk to these people. They contact our organization and we reach out to them to hear about their stories. Um. You know, these are parents who just want to protect their children and defend their rights as parents. And we appreciate you so much. Please submit your stories. Uh, we have a tip line submission uh, portals on our website where you can submit a video. You can submit an article. You can tell us your story. Please do so. There is nothing, absolutely nothing more powerful than a story from a parent who is willing to stand up, give their name, and stand up and tell the story about the situation with their own children in the public school system. Name your school. Name your school district and your state, of course. People just don't believe it. It is so far left and so radicalizing. In our K through 12 public school systems, which should be for everyone, public schools are for everyone, but not anymore. And organizations like the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, want to keep it that way. They want to continue with their agenda and ramp it up even more. And this brings me to information about legislation that is going through the Oregon legislature as I speak. Here again, this is unbelievable, guys, that this could even be thought of by any caring adult, but it is being pushed by the Oregon legislature. You might want to sit down for this. It's time to talk about the Oregon legislation, House Bill 2002, which is the most extreme legislation in the nation, in the entire country, stealing parental rights. 
Now, I reported on this on March 15th and March 19th and 20th, alerting Oregonians to contact their legislators. The problem that we have in this state is that we do not have a majority in either of our legislative houses, and we have a far-left extreme Democrat governor. So this bill is likely to pass, except that now the House bill, which was passed in the House of Representatives, has now moved to the Oregon Senate, where it will likely pass if Republican senators had not walked out. They walked out in a last-ditch effort to stop the legislation. What is this legislation all about? Well, it provides dangerous gender-affirming counseling and treatments without parents' knowledge or consent. But even worse than that, we have to pay for it. I say we, I'm talking about taxpayers. It's quite fascinating, this whole idea of taxpayer paying for uh, these kinds of treatments. Because here's the deal, guys. How many people actually pay taxes? I'm saying to myself, whoa, wait a minute. These people are voting and they have absolutely no skin in the game. They're voting to take my tax dollars and pay for gender-affirming treatments for other people's minor children without their knowledge or consent. This is about as extreme as it gets, guys. And you don't think it can get any worse? Well, it can. Absolutely, it'll get worse. And if you don't have it in your state, it's coming. Unless we do something about it. And that means we must engage in the process. Let me just cite some of the things that this bill does. Well, it eliminates any age of consent requirements for gender-affirming treatment and procedures. No age of consent requirements for gender-affirming treatment and procedures. The legislation requires written permission from a child of any age for a parent to even know what health services, including gender-affirming treatment, are provided by a health care provider. In other words, parents are kept in the dark. They don't even have the right to know what their child has asked his or her health care provider to do to him. Pharmacists will be authorized to provide gender-affirming treatment medications without regard to age of the patient. And by mandating insurance coverage and protecting doctors, this bill sets Oregon up to provide treatments to patients from other states. It is the most extreme bill in our nation. And it's making its way through the Oregon legislature, being pushed by the Democrat majority. House Bill 2002 allows a child of any age without parental knowledge, to receive an abortion or irreversible sex change treatments and procedures. It transfers parental rights of children first 
and then to state actors who will guide these innocent and unsuspecting children towards an activist agenda closely linked to the political party in power in Oregon. Oregon children will quickly become victims of medical experimentation as parents are blocked out and the government takes their place officially. They've been doing this for a while, but now it, it will be in writing in our law. As Republican leaders said in a recent op-ed, don't be fooled. This is not an abortion or equality issue. It's a parental rights issue. This is the state of Oregon effectively telling you that the government understands the needs of your child better than you do. This is an extreme attack on the sacred relationship between a parent and a child. The government should be protecting this special and important relationship between parents and children not intruding and creating dangerous secrecy. But it is well known that Democrat-sponsored causes regularly seek to dismantle the nuclear family. And this bill, House Bill 2002, is poised to do just that. Within this bill, parents will be left in the dark, as children of any age are coerced and pressured into irreversible and permanent gender-altering procedures and abortion. So the question is, uh, why isn't this article on the front page of Oregon Media? Uh, The New York Post writes about it. I'm very familiar with this dynamic, guys, because anything that we produce from, you know, from parents' rights and education regarding Oregon is never, and I mean never, picked up by mainstream media. In fact, they will send it back to me with a comment, no thank you. It doesn't help the public relations campaign for House Bill 2002. Uh, you know, the article that also includes blurred images of the poor child involved in this, a former Oregon elementary school teacher and drag mom or mentor of an 11-year-old drag queen was sentenced to only 11 months in jail after being convicted of nearly a dozen felony child abuse crimes. Things are really upside down here in the state of Oregon, and it's an embarrassment In House Bill 2002, a minor may have the parents insurer cover the costs of irreversible sex-changing treatments and procedures without parental knowledge. So, yes, your child can leverage your insurance for a complex procedure, very expensive, without your knowledge, yet you are the one that has to pay for it. Insurers must cover Medically necessary cosmetic procedures, such as a tracheal shave, hair electrolysis. These are listed in the bill, guys, these terms. Facial feminization surgery and facial altering treatment. The Oregon taxpayer 
will foot the bill. The only response Republicans have left to stop this extreme legislation was to walk out, even at the risk of $325 daily fines and possible loss of their Senate seats. Republican lawmakers are standing firm. The legislature is into the fifth week of the longest ever walkout. And by all appearances, Oregon's 2023 legislative session has crashed amid the GOP boycott of the Senate over a parental rights bill. But Senator Tim Canope, leader of the minority Senate Republicans, says the boycott will end only on the last day of the legislative session. That's June 25th. Senate Majority Leader Wagner says Democratic priorities, including a sweeping measure to guarantee abortion rights, are non-negotiable. And Democratic Governor Tina Kotek claims her talks to end the impasse have failed and that Canope wants the abortion and sex reassignment care bill, quote, substantially amended or dead. Yeah, that's right, Governor Kotek. We want it dead. Kotek said negotiating on that measure, which has already passed in the House, is not an option. If not enough Republicans return before June 25th to establish a 20-member quorum, Kotek can call a special session for the House and Senate to approve the state's budgets for the next two years. Based on these extreme measures that the minority is taking to stop legislation, it is obvious the other side has gone absolutely berserk. And when we talk about extreme politics, this is a perfect example. Government has overstepped its bounds and is now controlling our minor children and keeping parents out of the loop. In fact, causing children to keep information from their parents, medical procedures, decisions to make medical decisions without their parents' knowledge or consent. Unbelievable. You probably are thinking, well, why in the world don't the people rise up? Well, we have tried to. We have filled the halls of the legislature We have rallied outside of the Capitol. They don't care. One of our biggest challenges, guys, is this inability to inform people. The media is biased. They hide the truth purposely to keep the Democrats in power. As I said, we are not Republican or Democrat. We focus on parental rights issues, but it is one side that is causing this, and we have to talk about that. Parties exist to debate issues and take a stand on one side or another. It's obvious what they're doing. 
The problem is the people don't really know what it is they're doing, but we're going to tell them. Stop messing with our kids. It ends here. Please check your show notes for links pertinent to this podcast. Join Club 12 by 12. Help us grow. Start a parents' rights and education affiliated group today. Sponsor a parent. Be a parent. (laughs) Bring parents into your organization. The answer is you. It ends here. Here.